Uh, well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to another edition of This Week in Music Videos, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com. This is the music video podcast where we talk about the week in music videos, what's going on in music videos. My name, after a brief hiatus, is Adam of IMVDB fame, internet famous, and with me is usual someone who is leap uh leaps and bounds more internet famous than i could ever ho- ever hope to be is mr doug Klinger, also volume to be fame but just, just more so how are you doug dude super good adam i got bitches asking me for the code for the wi-fi that's right i you know i wonder what drake's wi-fi code is i bet you it's drake yeah but who calls it a wi first of all who calls it a wi-fi code <laughs> i i well, I, that, I would call it. I would call it a password. <laughs> I would too. But that, try to fit. I got bitches asking me for the password for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> it doesn't quite fit. It doesn't quite, yeah, uh, doesn't quite fit. But it's not a code. It's not like a. It's not like a punch key pad that you that lets you into a neighborhood. I always thought that if I went to Dreg's house, there would be like a laminated sheet somewhere, like with the Wi-Fi code on. I wouldn't have to ask Drake, right? Right. You wouldn't be like, "Hey Drake, what's the? How do I get on your Wi-Fi?" First of all, I would, I would tough it out as long as I could on LTE. Uh, you know, yeah, assuming right. that I had LTE coverage there. If right. I was on 4G or God forbid the Edge network, then I would definitely ask Drake for the Wi-Fi. But first, I would look around, sort of like a hotel, thinking you know, trying maybe. to figure it out. Yeah, that that makes sense. But like, <laughs> as far as I can tell, you're not the bitch that Drake is talking about. In that, yeah, they they're just like you know whatever. I'm here. I'm gonna ask Drake for the for the code for the yeah. Wi-Fi. Those those are bitches. Anyone who's doing that, and this is not a gender thing. Anyone right. who's like, yo, Drake, what's the Wi-Fi? Like mm-hmm. gender neutral. That person's a bitch. Uh, so uh, who, so uh, I've been away. Otherwise. I've been away for a few weeks. Yeah, on the working on the coal mine. Working on the coal mine. Thing you know, just just uh, let's just say I was away. Um, you know, you don't need to know anything else other than that. Yeah, no, you got to keep the mystery alive. Um, so I'm I'm back. I'm also back into IMVDB stuff. You know, and and, and you know, while I was away taking a, a short sabbatical, I was thinking about you know IMVDB and kind of witnessing a huge like kind of sea change in music videos over like the past few months. That I just kind of I kind of got to sit back and be more of a, a spectator of it. In, you know, instead of thinking about it, you know, through the lens of IMVDB, which is interesting because so many things have happened in the last few months with music videos, and you guys have talked about a few of them on the previous podcasts that you guys have done without me. It's okay that you guys did it without me. I'm not mad. That that, that's much. good. I'm glad you're not mad. You, you did have to put it up onto the internet for us, so we couldn't <laughs> yeah, have done it. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't have done it without you. But. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we I appreciate you not being angry. Um, well, but yeah, I'm, we. Co- a, I'm. I mean, I'm a little, little angry. You feel it, but you can kind of push through it. I put I put it up on Amazon S3 through the tears. Um, so, but before we get to talking about you know um, all that stuff, you know the the weekend music videos and beyond, Doug, we have to mention that our one of our favorite music video festivals, Sprockets International Music Video Festival, is coming up later this month it is it's actually in, in it's it's next weekend we're we're recording this podcast on uh july 16th and it's next weekend in athens georgia right so not this not like it's, it, this is thursday it's not on not on saturday no 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 it's ne- the following not this weekend next weekend right right okay um so it's in july 24th and the 25th in athens georgia and doug you are you are a judge. I'm judging. I'm looking at music videos and, and picking the goods. Wow. One of many. One of many uh, illustrious judges. That all, is illustrious a word? I think it is. Oh, it's uh, totally a word. Yeah, but no, we, you would, don't say many. I mean, maybe one of like five. Yeah, that's – is five many? I don't think so. I don't oh, okay. I don't think – when it comes to like I thought it went a couple, couple few many. I thought it was just three things. So you're going to be judging because at Sprockets there is the main music video festival like show, and then there's like a specific one to Georgia. Um, are you and you're judging both? Uh huh. <laughs> okay. 
And so, what do you what do you think of the video so far? Uh, I it's a great showing. I uh, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, well you gotta you, you gotta gotta get on that. I gotta get on that. Um, um, but Sprockets is always a super good time. Um, it's a great time, and uh, we went. Uh, we you went two years ago, and we both went last year. Yeah, and you you talked it up, and you did not disappoint. You were like, dude, this is great. Athens is the coolest, and. Uh, and you were absolutely right. The thing is, if anyone's listening to this who's going to go, they probably already know that because they live in Athens. Um, but if you do, you should you should go and maybe take some pictures for us. Or if you're anywhere even close to Athens. Yeah, if you're in Georgia at all. Or in the south. Yeah. And Athens, is, in the south. Athens is really awesome because, I mean, art, the people may know that's where R.E.M. is from. And everybody's got an REM story when I was yeah. there. Everybody's like, "Hey, that's where REM did the thing." And you, and you, as you drive around, you're like, "Wow, REM's really a big deal." But there's so many, you know, it's much more to REM. Well, there's much more to Athens than REM. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's much more to REM from... than Athens. I'm yeah, like pretty just good a little bit. probably. Uh, what's the other band uh, of Montreal or or something? Uh, no. of, I think of Montreal, uh, but. Uh, no, not of them. Who was it? It was that doesn't make sense. Uh, who was it that did the, that? They made those um, animated bumpers about last year. Do you remember? Um, I don't remember, but uh, the uh, the people who did Love Shack are from Athens. Nelly um, in the six. What's that? No, B fifty twos. B fifty twos, right? I think Montreal is from Athens. I think it's a misnomer. I think uh, of Montreal is actually. Oh, you're right. So that's who. That's who the the bumpers. You you know the bumpers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The bumpers, the flick skinny bumpers. Flick skinny. Are really, uh, pretty hilarious. Right. Um, and it takes place at the forty watt, which is kind of, um, a famous, definitely a famous like music and you know, um, entertainment venue in Athens, Georgia. I think a lot of uh com- comedians go through there now. That's I saw. True. So like Rob Delaney or somebody tweeting it up. Hmm. Yeah, I follow Rob Delaney on Twitter. Oh, no big deal. Whoa, how'd you how'd you how'd you pull that off? <laughs> it's tough. So first of all, you have to have a Twitter account, hmm. and then you need to and then you need to find Rob Delaney's Twitter account, and then you need to and then you need to press follow. I mean, that's fine for Doug. Yeah, no, for the rest of us, I'm not really that. sure. Well, that's why I'm sharing what I found out hmm. by doing that. Um, and it's that Rob Delaney has been to the forty watt. So yeah, the forty watt is is awesome. Um, the whole thing is awesome, and uh, you should check it out. It's July. It's the summer. Go to Georgia. Chill out. Um, last year I gave a talk at that uh, Sprockets, which was a lot of fun. A talk uh, that you de- uh, that you turned into a blog post. T- turned into a blog post, and I turned that blog post into some cash. <laughs> Thousands of dollars. Yeah, you you guys, I'm. I'm rolling in that blog post money. So um, much blog post money. So speaking of, I don't even know. Speaking of cash, speaking cash, of bl- cash money. I guess so. We're gonna talk about some music videos from the week, but I think the time is a ripe. You know, I think I think you can say it is ripe or is a ripe, and I'm gonna go with is a ripe mm-hmm. for talking about just the sort of the large change that music videos have gone through in the last few months of all these gigantic companies wanting to kind of throw their hat into the ring of the music video sphere and, and one of them being apple music yeah I, I i they are throwing their hat into the ring but they're also essentially trying to leverage music videos for a game right which is kind of weird because for a long time people were like you know people well essentially gave music videos away right and, and i think we kind of took that for granted like People were like, "Here, have some music videos." You know, who you know, who gives a shit? We'll just you know spend bottom dollar on this, and we'll see what happens. Um, and I think for the past, you know, who knows how many years, that's been the attitude. Like music videos are a sunk cost, but now they're starting to become part of a kind of a package of uh, like revenue generating streams. Um, or just like um, just like something that they're convince, like trying to use to convince people to. I mean, none none of these companies who are leveraging music videos to try to get users, like Apple Music or Title, um, or what's the Ellen one? Uh, 
Um, Ellen has a mu- music vessel. Service? Vessel. Vessel. It's a video service, but I think that they're going to have music content uh, or oh, something. No. Anyway, uh, it, it, um, uh, all of these folks who are tr- uh, services that are trying to leverage music videos aren't billing themselves as music video providers. Mm-mm. That is just something that they're trying to use as a co- to convince people. It's like, oh, come use my uh, uh, overpriced for nothing streaming service um, and in exchange I'm going to give you the access to this Nicki Minaj video that you, you can't see otherwise it's, it's, they're not, they're not b- billing themselves as music video services they're billing themselves as other stuff and then trying to leverage these music videos so it's like this weird in between thing where the product really like on the for the company isn't music videos but they're still le- trying to leverage music videos as if they're product yeah, it is a really weird relationship, and I think nobody like embodies that relationship and like the strangeness of it better than Apple, because you know I think we we mentioned a few times before on the podcast Apple's very odd relationship to music videos, where you know iTunes is ten years. How old is the iTunes Store? I think it's it's got to be more than I think it's twelve years old now. I think it deb- debuted in two thousand three. Well, did what? It, uh, yeah, something like that. Right, right. It wasn't there when we were in high school. Right, and well, yeah, well, it started when we were in high school. Um, I think seniors. So we're in two thousand three, and um, <clears throat> a few years later, uh, they started putting music videos for free on there. I, I think around two thousand four, and then by like two thousand six, uh, iTunes. Like weirdly enough, and, I, and people never really talk about this, and I don't know why. Because it's, it's not, like, hidden anywhere. It's, like, right next to all the main stuff. It's just, like, one tab click away. Like, like iTunes, the iTunes store is, uh, you know, one of the only places where you can, like, buy music videos. You can buy almost any music video for, like, two bucks. And then you own a yeah, copy and, of it. And so, and, and so you, you used to be able to also... I don't know if you had to buy them before, but I knew that... For a while, Apple was trying to leverage music videos for at least a partial gain. Like, uh, there was a, a few times where there was like a very, very brief music video premiere on iTunes and then it went to YouTube. Um, there was uh, two Daniels videos, I think, did this. Uh, definitely one that I remember specifically was the, um, I think it's the their Shins video for It's Only Life. And that, uh, that, or is that the hero one? Anyway, the Daniel Shins video premiered on iTunes, and I talked to Daniels about it, and they mentioned that you know that they there was like a direct correlation with people who bought or watched the music video on iTunes would then go buy the song, and so it's always been something they've been trying to like put the music video out in front. It's like here's the music video. Now we'll spend money on this other stuff because mm-hmm. we showed you this. And but, but, but at the same time, like they were still putting a price tag on the music video. Like you could, you still could. Like if you go, if you still go to the iTunes Music Store. And we'll talk about uh, their kind of right. integration. You go to the store, the part where you purchase things. On the right hand, it says top tracks or whatever, top songs. And there's a little like tab. There's like you can shift between two lists, and one of them is like top music videos. And it's not just top music videos like you can watch on YouTube, but you you, you buy them. They're like a dollar ninety nine, um, and they still are. So yeah. they're, they're they're it's not like they're being like they're they're not treating them as a loss leader. Like here you go, like check out the mu- or they didn't used to treat them as a loss leader. Um, like here, check out this music video, and now oh, you're gonna want to spend ninety nine cents on the track. It was here both of the both of these things are worth, and actually the video is worth double the track. Right. Um, it, there is like additional value beyond the 99 cents of having a single be, get sold. You know what I mean? Those numbers go towards a, a larger picture. But um, it, it's interesting that Apple has maintained this $2 video thing. Like, Because if you have an Apple Music account, you can watch any music video that, that they have. But in order to watch like the Pharrell video that premiered on Apple Music last week, you have to either pay two dollars or have a, a subscription. They've they've for whatever reason decided to give the Drake video for away for free, mm-hmm. but you still have to watch it on on iTunes.apple.com uh, in so, order to watch it. So let's explain a little bit about like what Apple has done because I think like I I have spent uh, a lot of time with Apple Music on my phone, 
and Apple Music on my computer through the iTunes interface, which I guess would be like the equivalent of like the Spotify desktop, which I, I, I spend a lot more time in Spotify desktop than I do on the mobile version. I mean, I um, listen to a lot of music on the mobile version, but it's frequently set up on desktop. Right, yeah. That's where I do, like, my organizing and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, and, like, I obviously, I'm, you know, we're all savvy computer users, and I am having a really hard time figuring out Apple Music. It's just so confusing. Um, well, and, this, and they've also had some tech issues. This um, When this Drake video first came out... Uh, playing it was complicated and difficult and it didn't always work right yeah they've got uh, the music so they've got the music catalog that you can buy through itunes and subsequently you know again nobody really talks about this but it's always there and they must put some resources into it the music video catalog that they have along with the music catalog you can still buy through the itunes store but then you can also buy subscription to apple music which you can treat like Spotify, where you can stream not everything from the store, um, but you can also stream music videos as well. Those are kind mm-hmm. of like baked in there, right in the same way that uh, you know music uh, videos are baked into the iTunes store. And it's it's really, I mean, I find the interface baffling for a number of reasons, but um, one of them is that. Uh, well, first of all, I think one of the big complaints that I have, and I know it's, you know, you, you'd probably be like, oh, well, you're one of the guys who started a music video database. Of course you have this complaint, but there's there's no, absolutely no information about who made the music video. Um, even Vivo, come on, even Vivo is putting up director stuff now. Um, and, and so I know that on the Drake video, it's in the title of the video, it says Drake Energy Director by Fleur and Manu, but there's nothing built into the interface for director. Like, unless every artist is going to put put the director name within the title, which Drake so far is the only one who have done that, um, there will be no recognition of the, you know, the person who made the video. Or if they do something like um, for the Kendrick Lamar All Right video, they, you know, the screen grab that they choose has, you know, had Colin Telly's name in there. Um, but and, and it, it's not even that people are going to be like, oh, score like Fleur and Manu directed this video. Um, but it just seems to be like a complete missed opportunity for just people to click around a little bit more and discover some new stuff. Maybe discover some more music they want to get into. Since you know, th- there's there's such a, uh, an aspect obviously to this to Apple Music of finding. Stuff, but like you click on oh Fleur Manu, obviously Drake isn't just choosing a bunch, you know, some nobody off the street. You know what did they direct before? And they can you know go in and check that out. I just don't think they have the infrastructure for that. But it, it is just a kind of a shame that they do that. Um, it, the, the, it's so funny that like to look at um, what like an interface they go with for something like this is because. Um, it, you, you could just tell that none of this stuff was considered. Very few things were probably considered. Like instead of likes, they have loves, for example. Like mm-hmm. and and little stupid things like that. Like that's that shouldn't have been. Like that's that's <laughs> that's tacky and and like it just like shows lack of thought for this element of and and, and ultimately like this is one of the biggest elements of this new Apple Music product, right? Like that's the thing they're doing. They're they're rolling out all of these music videos at, like it, we've they're it, it's it's continuing they're spilling into this week and you sent me a link earlier uh in the week of that they're hiring music video producers at Apple Music now um mm-hmm. to, to create video content so uh, you know it's um it's something that they're using and they're and they're you know trying to get into further but they're just kind of it seems very taped to the side of their actual product yeah and it 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 seems very odd to me that like apple has never really even mentioned the fact that they have music videos i guess they are now but they've always been like oh i guess we'll well, i guess we'll bring the music videos along and i think because of title and i think because of the rise of you know the visibility of music videos that they're like oh okay well now we have this service. It's good that we have all these music videos because people like this stuff now. Maybe they didn't like it 
maybe they weren't as popular, you know, six or seven years ago, but now this is a huge asset for us. And I think one of the one of like the weirdest decisions that I I kind of was scratching my head when looking through the Apple Music Desktop Edition is, and I don't think they call it Desktop Edition. I think that's what <laughs> Windows called itself itself in like 1998. Um, but is this this weird thing where when the, th- the thumbnail for the music videos in Apple Music are in the um, the uh, what do you call it the aspect ratio they're in the aspect oh. ratio of the actual video so if you look if you go to drake on apple music and you go down to uh his music videos all the thumbnails of are, are in like wildly varying sizes oh weird um, and it just looks very odd and, and there's just no no like thought gone into the music video offering but but they're but they're still there so maybe they'll work on it but, but here's the thing like um they have some some leeway, right? This is a Drake video uh, for a song off his like one like a really popular song off his off his last album, and the engagement that we're that I see on the player right now is much lower than what the engagement would be if this video was on YouTube or Vimeo. I mean, they're they they've got you know twelve thousand loves and you know two thousand <laughs> two thousand comments. Um, if this was on YouTube right now, it would have, you know, it's not giving us view counts, but like if we can extrapolate from those numbers, it's a, it's a smaller audience that's engaging with this video. And I feel like that's going to give artists pause because before we were seeing music videos that were not the best, right? Like that Nicki Minaj and Beyonce video that they put on title wasn't, you know, it wasn't a high budget you know they it's them throwing french fries at each other and and looking <laughs> looking good but this drake video is a floor and manu video this is the type of video that thrives on video hosting websites because it gets shared through the channels that exist on those websites and those channels don't exist in apple music so unless someone is going directly to this drake video because they saw it on instagram or excuse me on on twitter or facebook how are they getting to this to this video? It, it, they're either an a- Apple Music user or or they saw it on social media, and that's uh, really narrowing your art your your reach as an as an artist for this thing that everyone's now using as a product. And the artist is now like, well, wait, a fraction of the audience is now seeing this work. Like, where is it really that beneficial to me? Because I'm you know maybe I'm getting more extra money to put it on this place instead of that place. It just you know, I feel like the audience that exists on video hosting sites and the community that exists aren't going to be able to be recreated on these uh, services like Apple Music and Tidal. And this video killed on blogs. I mean, people just ate this up because it's, you know, if we talk a little bit about the, the content of the video, it's a Fleur and Manu video, but really out of character for them in terms of like the comedy aspect. So Drake is his face is kind of very convincingly superimposed onto uh like Justin Bieber and Oprah and um LeBron LeBron James LeBron James and Floyd Mayweather and uh Miley Cyrus weirdly enough um and it's a really like OJ OJ oh yeah OJ's in there why not throw in some OJ and it's a very I mean it is a kind of like a perfect storm of uh elements to be very very popular online and plus it's you know it, it it's an amazing video because it's a Fleur and Mana video yeah it's and, it, it's 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 fantastic and and blogs ate it up for a lot of reasons because it's fantastic but also it was like see Drake's face on Oprah's body and yeah. that was enough and like the Justin Bieber screenshot was everywhere and but, it was everywhere but this would have like I mean, how many millions of views would this have if it was on just the, if they threw it up on on uh, Drake's like Vivo YouTube account? Right, like exactly. Hundred million, two hundred million. Oh, well, maybe not. Right, maybe not yet. But it would be on the ver. It would definitely be well in double digits. Mm-hmm. And you know, two thousand comments is is not that many. It's no. not that many. Uh, you know, two. Uh, there is. You know, like a five thousand or excuse me, five million view video is probably going to have like eight, eight or nine thousand comments, and this video would have 
gotten five million views on YouTube in a couple of days. Yeah. So it's been up. It's been up for over a week now, since the tenth. On so a, a week now on, on Apple Music, and the engagement is low. Uh, the engagement's low. And I think what's going to happen is, you, you know, we're going through a period where these where they're trying to gate this content, this this music video content, but. And they're not achieving this either. They're not no. actually gating this. You can find Drake Energy on YouTube right now, five embeds of it. Mm-hmm. And if they get pulled down, they'll be back by the morning somewhere else. But, you know, that there was, I think, you know, actually to, to tie it back into Sprockets. Doug, remember my Sprockets talk? Would you give it a, so on a scale of one to ten, would you give it like a, like a five? I'm going to give it a, a hard six. Ooh, okay. I, that, no, that's better than what I was thinking. I was no, I, I I think it's a twelve. Oh wow, like a yeah. twelve thousand loves. He's got yeah, it's got twelve thousand twelve thousand loves for your speech. Your um, speech. My speech. Yeah, my speech. I had a podium. Um, so you know, one of the things that I kind of uh, stressed in that talk was, and I think you know, the more I think about it, the more I, I feel like I can kind of weigh you know, music video industry and you know, news and stuff like that against this kind of archetype and 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 think about, you know, is it going to work based on this? You know, like the, the three elements of music videos, you know, like they're, okay, they're, one, they're music, right? It's pretty easy. Two, they're, they're kind of, a, there's a film element, there's like an art element, and you can sell that. Um, so those two work well, pretty well together. But the third element, I think, is what kills stuff like this, and that is a commercial. Um, you know, that energy video is still... A commercial for Drake. So even if you've got the two, you know, the music and film part working in concert, and Apple is using that to kind of set to kind of gate the content and say, you know, you gotta you gotta be part of the system if you're gonna watch this stuff. I think the commercial aspect of it is gonna cause, you know, the people who are trying to get Drake's music out there to say, hmm, twelve thousand loves is <laughs> not really what we were going for. It's like, well, all right, so it's love, so. Maybe a love is worth two likes because, like, love is more more significant. Yeah, so. they're they're just they're kind of trying to tell them that at that point. I mean, <laughs> they I think they would like to have I think they would like to be in the in the Taylor Swift, the Katy Perry, the Gangnam Style, uh, you know, stratosphere and be in the one billion views. You know, why why would you, you know, why would you shy away from that? Like, I don't understand what Drake is gaining through putting this this video out there on this platform. Well, I'm sure it's being licensed directly by Apple Music, right? Apple Music is directly licensing it for this type of distribution. It's it's got to be. Mm-hmm. There's got to be, you know, and, and payment. And so Drake could be like, all right, let's try this, or whoever makes this decision of where this music video exists. I'm sure it's not Drake specifically. It's someone on his on his payroll. But uh, whoever makes that decision is like, okay, let's try this. You're going to pay me some money now, so it's worth it to try it for this money. Um, but if you're only giving me, you know, eventually they're going to weigh that against the the lower engagement, and you know, it, something else is going to have to give. It could, could be a larger thing, like the thing that makes Apple Music. What's going to make Apple Music last beyond? title and potentially even Spotify is that it Apple iTunes already makes money. So this is now like a second a second thing. They can still rely on making money from what they were already making money from. Um Spotify basically owns the streaming market right now, but they don't make money. They're still still trying to figure out ways to actually make money and artists aren't making money from it. So maybe Apple's got an additional leg up and this becomes a part of a larger thing, you know, that that tie into to music sales and and you know Apple could be in a different position than some of these other services. But I, beyond that, I don't really understand what the the gain is because you're right; it loses the commercial element of it. This no longer promotes this Drake album. And I think we go back to the classic example of like, uh, why would you uh, why would you not want people to see your Carl's Jr. ad because it's too good. <laughs> yeah, why would you? Why would you put walls around your content? Right, exactly. Right, or, or or just like the like music videos are so unique. I don't think a lot of people who make the decisions about where they get put understand that uniqueness. They don't understand 
the relationship between the commercial, the film, and the music side. Because all of those sides, you can't ignore one. It's going to come back and, and, and bite you in the ass at some point. Um, because the reason that the top four, the only four videos on YouTube in the entire world over a billion views are music videos, and that it's all the way... Did you see that thing on Reddit a few months? Maybe it was like two months ago where... There's this subreddit called Data is Beautiful, and uh, that's a default subreddit now. And uh, they had a post of like the top 25 YouTube videos, and as we know, all of them <laughs> except David After Dentist were music videos. And people, oh, were like, David After Dentist is there? Oh, no, not no, Charlie no, bit not, my finger. It's Charlie bit my finger. Sorry. Okay, Wrong. so the, here's another thing: we we're not showing the data on our site, and it, YouTube doesn't show it. But like since. Last week, v Vivo has announced that Roar is past a billion views. So, oh, so we had five. Yeah, we have five. Two Katy Perry videos. Wow. Okay. Two Katy Perry videos that have been that came out in twenty fourteen or, or since twenty fourteen. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Um. But but uh, oh, people were kind of like shocked. They're like, oh my god! Like I I didn't like un know that this was going on. Um and so they even had oh really people didn't know yeah they were they were like wait a second like these are all music videos yeah, um, interesting and uh because I think we kind of just like know you know we've lived with this information for a while we know that that's those are by far the most popular things um but you know the, the whole reason behind that is because the the combination of YouTube plus free music videos works really really well people really like that and it's very very successful um and the reason because it like embraces everything about music videos so you have all these things that are like eh, well music videos are popular so let's try to catch a little bit of lightning in a bottle um i don't think it's gonna work and i i, I think Apple Music is so problematic for so many reasons. First of all, I can't figure out how to use the fucking thing. right, right. But but the other reason is they just don't understand music videos. No, right. It's funny that there are maybe it's maybe it's less significant that, to these companies than we think it is. But they really put it out there, and it's not just because it's like it's not just like on our radar because we have radars up for music video stuff. I mean. You know, if you go to the Apple Music Twitter account, they're they are you know talking about these music videos on a very high level, mm -hmm. and so um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's, um, it's it's something that we're going to continue to look at. But like I mentioned last week, I think it's stuff that's in, in, important to kind of be watching as it's happening and just to see. You know, there's like you said, you you took a couple couple weeks off of the podcast and. Music videos have moved in a massive like. There's been like a, a a shift in how you watch music videos. Suddenly, now you don't know if it's a big artist if their music video is going to be on YouTube or not in in a, in any kind of official way. Mm -hmm. You can watch a shitty upload of the Drake Energy video all day on YouTube, but it's it's not going to be. And the player itself, like in terms of video quality, was pretty sharp. In the Apple Music player, it was a janky ass player, but the video quality was sharp. Uh, I saw stereo go embed it. You can embed it, right? There's yeah, no like, and there's no like embed thing, but it's like if you know the jujitsu, you can figure it out. I think. Yeah, you can figure it out. You can look. Yeah, you. Know, it can be embedded. Yes, um, but it that you're not getting you're not getting any meaningful data from it, and so. It's only it's val it's only valuable in order to watch, um, but it's yeah it is it is embeddable. Um, only one video so far that has premiered on Apple Music that I can tell uh, has come to YouTube in in an, on an, in official capacity on a Vivo account. And that was a beach beach house or something. Shit, I can't remember now. Um, hold on, let me. I guess it's worth saying who it is. Beach House. Mm, I think it might be Do you think Beach, beach house? house. Has a has a real Beach House. That would be tight. Uh, if they don't, I'd be mad. I'd be angry I too. Beach House. I would. I mean, they're. I mean, they're a popular band. They can afford it now. I wouldn't trust them ever again. You got to be thinking after you make a few million bucks, you got to be th sitting around at a band meeting going. 
We gotta you think they've made a few million beach house? You think they've made a few million bucks? I think Beach House has made a few million bucks. I don't really know. I don't really know that enough to know. It's not a Beach House video. It's somebody else. Hmm. But but let's talk about this million bucks thing. No, let's definitely not. Do you think uh, the Drake? <laughs> do you think the Drake video is um, worth talking about in any other capacity than tied to Apple Music? Would you Would you like to dig into it a little bit more in terms of content? Sure. I mean, it's a it's an interesting, fun video. Um, it, it now I will say Florin Manu did do a kind of their last video was kind of humorous right that Skrillex video where it was like oh the Doompy Oomp video yeah 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 but okay, then but yeah. other than and this is kind of this is this is this is very creepy this video too because it the the superimposing of Drake's face on other people is really great but it is also done in a way where you know it's it's superimposed, like because they've they did. There's like for like for some of the people, they actually got the real per person. Like the LeBron James, I I think that's actually LeBron James that they used and and actually brought him in and shot footage of LeBron James for this video. But mm -hmm. I think they all they also used like there's a scene where he's on President Obama's body, and I think that that is probably just a a uh, someone who's got <laughs> a President Obama body. Yeah. Which very easily they could have just put Drake there. Right. But it's, they still decided to put someone who looks like President Obama and then put Drake's face on that person. And so it, the fact that it is an effect, they, um, I don't think that they shy away from you knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and it's sometimes like the, the, the Miley Cyrus, uh, face morph they decided to do was, her kind of famous close-up shot from the uh, Wrecking Ball video. Right. Um, which they do a very, very weird blend of Drake's facial features with her face, mm -hmm. which will give me nightmares for a long time. <laughs> a lot of this is very unsettling. Yeah. But great. Super unsettling but funny. The the Justin Bieber one is really great but mm -hmm. weird. It, um, and but it's, do you think but that's it's, Justin Bieber's, Bieber's body? In, in real life, or, or I mean, or do they think they just like had, I mean, Justin Bieber has a lot of tattoos. It must have been really hot because they they like exaggerated the bulge. Yeah, but I think that's from his actual CK one ad. Have you seen that CK one ad? Oh, I have, but I did remember it being so like exaggerated like that. <laughs> I don't I don't remember if it was either. Uh, I'm, but they I'm, definitely shot some interesting stuff. For yeah, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. You know his. It, because actually Justin Bieber has a better at least in the ad has a has like he's trimmer I was gonna say better physique but I guess I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not I guess it depends on your type so he's just a more uh, slightly trimmer guy yeah um, that's fair um, but it's, it's fun seeing Drake put a, a music video like this um, he's always had obviously had a really good sense of humor um, and but it's interesting that he was like I want to make a, a video that's gonna be hu humorous in a way and then went to Fleur and Manu um, I guess the Doompy Oomp video is something that he maybe saw and 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 liked the style of because it's it's funny but it's not like you know like slide whistle you know or pratfall funny. Well, or the or he might have not even been thinking about you know that much in advance and they just kind of got treatments from high level directors and the mm -hmm. the comedy could have originated with Florin Manu you know you, I could see what this treatment could look like in my head it could just be filled with all of these iconic images with Drake's face photoshopped on them like that's very easily what this treatment could have been like and that sounds like something that if I'm Drake and <laughs> and somebody sends me a treatment of that Drake's face on Oprah and and LeBron James and President Obama and Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus and then these 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 directors are like and we're gonna do it in a video and it's gonna look this good I'd, I'd be sold as Drake if, I'd if, totally be sold yeah if I'm trying to embody Drake so unlike the video where Drake is embodying other people I'm trying to get in Drake's headspace I think you're there yeah I think I got there um so we got that video. Uh, do you want to talk about the Arcade Fire video? Yeah, we can say check on Drake, checked off Drake, mm -hmm. and now we yeah let's do Arcade Fire. This is an, um, another kind of interesting video from this week, directed um, for uh, Porno 
uh, directed by Khalil Joseph, and it comes as part of a larger film uh, or a larger project called The Reflector Tapes. I think it's a film called The, Re- uh, the Reflector Tapes that is, it just says coming soon in the description. So, uh, And the video at the end, it says, it gives a date of the A says September 24th. That's what I meant. It says September 24th, just a few months away. Um, it's, which is, so, yeah, what do you say? Well, I was just going to say, I was pretty surprised to get an Arcade Fire video this week. Um, yeah, because the album came out. They do that, though. They wait a long-ass time. I think the the only video they released in 2014 was the... Um... Well, they did the, the David Wilson We Exist video came out very, at the very front end, or excuse me, the, uh, like in May of uh, 2014. And then they put out that weird Win Butler directed you already know video in the summer of last year. Yeah. Here's now been, a year been, later. Yeah, it's been almost a year and the first video from this album came out in early uh September 2013. So 2 years ago they they started putting out music videos. So for uh, for this album. So it's 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 been a while. This is surprising. And but this is an interesting project. It seems like uh Khalil Joseph um who in addition to being, you know, kind of an iconic music video director over the last few years you know he's only done a handful of music videos but they've all been kind of fantastic uh the flying lotus until the quiet comes video and the fk twigs video girl um music video are are both really fantastic videos and they also did a film uh with kendrick lamar last year um called uh Something cool. It's I think it's called Mad. I think no, I think it's called Mad City, or uh, it's called Good Kid, Mad City, a short film. Um, so he did a film with Kendrick Lamar as well, or uh, Mad. I'm sorry, it's just called Mad. Oh, anyway, what's wrong with you? I'm a mess. Uh, and the Reflector Tapes is also something that you know is based on the name of the. Arcade Fire album as the Khalil Joseph Kendrick Lamar film was based on the name of the Kendrick Lamar album. So this feels like a very similar project. I, I didn't see the Kendrick project, but um, it, you can't really gather much of what the film is going to be about by watching this porno video. This is It's pretty uh, performance heavy and kind of location heavy, I would say. I mean, one of the hints you get is that that's going to involve Haiti. Um, well, right. Yeah, so look, but in terms of an in terms of a narrative, I don't. Right. I think it's going to be. Yeah, maybe it's going to be. Um, I mean, what we see in it is, uh, you know, the God, I forget everybody. Hold on, I have their names right here. Win Butler and, and his wife uh, Regine Chassange, um, who I never know how to pronounce her name. Um, there in Haiti. You just say you say title co-founders. Title co-owners. Yeah, oh, are they really? I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, wow. they were some of the people who got rolled out on stage during that weird thing. Wow. So they're in... Um, and, and Reflector is... is There are a lot of songs that are about Haiti and about... Uh, and, and I think Renee Chassange is... Uh, she's French-Canadian, but I think the French part of her is fr- like, f- like Haitian French. Um and I think she has some like familial ties to, to to Haiti, so it's like it's been a big theme of theirs, and this looks like a lot of it takes place there. Um, and there's definitely some performance stuff. It looks like it definitely looks like a kind of like a concert documentary, like in the in the in the style of a rattle and hum, you know, a mm-hmm. la rattle and hum kind of deal. Um, but you know, there is this. I don't even know if this video is going to be part of the. Um, the actual film or if this is just a, sort of an offshoot of it but it was a it's a beautiful video it's yeah amazing. it really is it really is beautiful and it's, and it's like it's got it because it is pretty performance heavy but it's it's it looks great and it's very it's got a great energy to it and um and it's it's got kind of an interesting what are they doing like uh, just layering shots basically yeah it's it's an interesting visual thing that I haven't really seen before where basically you have um, one shot that's full screen, and then you have another shot within the shot, but they kind of work together um, to create a really interesting visual. But you're watching the main shot within the shot, um, not yeah. Not- but it's interesting how they do it. Like you kind of are wa- you first watch the wa- the larger one, and then they kind of slap the 
um, second shot over top of it and kind of it's, it's slightly jarring and at times they, they take it away but for the most part it's uh, kind of these, this layered shot and there's um, a few times where they kind of line up and it creates this really interesting kind of uh, like strange perspective with what you're looking at uh, mm. near the end but yeah it, the video is uh, really beautiful and I liked it a lot I was really excited about the this video and and because it felt a lot like the last one that I that wasn't I didn't love the last Arcade Fire video the the Win Butler directed you already know uh, is just like a bunch of microphones set up around a room with paintings with their mouths moving singing the song mm-hmm. it's really kind of dumb video and <laughs> I was kind of when I saw that this um, video was was released and it's got kind of this un, unassuming thumbnail of uh you know the of Win Butler and I might even try to say his wife's name because I don't even have it written down. Uh, yeah, but they're Renee just kind of like Renee uh just kind of like standing outside with a drum. Like, like it's very unassuming. I was like, oh this this um and then, <laughs> then Here we go again for another fucking video. Fucking another thing I gotta press play on. Uh uh but no it was great actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of great stuff. Um, yeah, there's some, looks like there's going to be some pretty amazing concert footage. And, and so at the, the song ends kind of, this is a long video. It's like seven minutes and something seconds. And it kind of, the song ends like a good two minutes before the video. And you just get like this, like visual and soundscape, like this collage of, Concert stuff, um, which is really—it's tough to describe, but you got to go watch it because it's really yeah. It's some and and their Arcade Fire's live show, you know, it was an element in the We Exist video, and and the, their tour has been, you know, it was kind of a big deal when they were touring. They were asking people to like dress up, and they had all this kind of stage theatrics, and some of those things are in this video. There's this dude with like all this mirror, this mirror suit or something, and I think that that's an element in. in uh, in their stage performance, I feel like I've seen that dude. Yeah, he's he's a big time dude. That dude's around. That mirror. Yeah, dude. I mean he's people know you, the mirror dude. If you're dude. if you got a mirror suit and you think his camera's a mirror too, you're not sitting at home watching Netflix. No, you're out there. You're, you're getting in front of people. You're, you're saying check me out. Check my mirror face out. I think he's like Mister Reflector. I think is the idea. Like he's reflecting everything. Oh uh, yeah, shit! I think that's the deal. Every. Um, Every song has a, from that album has a new meaning now mm-hmm. for me. It's, yeah, the original name of the album was Mr. Reflector. <laughs> mirror, mirror Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Arcade Fire, Mirror Boy. And, <laughs> and they decided to scrap that. They're like, Reflector, maybe. I, I have a, a little bit more mysterious. I have an excellent segue into Let's a, do it. the YouTube video. I'll roll yeah, with you on it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, reflect the if you know YouTube fans of who remember the band's period from you know the Octune Baby days and up into Pop. So basically, the entire '90s will remember Bono's character, the Mirrorball Man, hmm. who was actually very very similar to the Mister Reflector character that they've got. Um, that's the that's the clunkiest segue ever, but I'm gonna give it to whoa, you. Whoa, whoa! That's, that's a fantastic segue. Yeah, it's great. It just feels like it feels a little heavy for me. I'm feeling the weight, but it's that's a, fine. It's, it's a it's a deep cut. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna email I'm gonna IM you a picture of Mirrorball Man real quick. Okay, that's fine. Um, hold on, I'll wait for that. But I'm I'm giving you the I'm giving it to you though. I'm saying that it is one. Just saying that I'm feeling it. I think I broke the internet. By searching for Mirrorball Man, my my browser won't load anymore. All right. Well, if you don't remember the song for someone by YouTube Music Video, directed by Vincent Haycock, I can remind you what happens. I, okay. Well, tell me about uh, Woody Harrelson's journey out of prison. Yeah. So it's got famous actor Willie Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. uh, as a man who is in a prison cell, mm-hmm. and he's shaving his face. Hmm. And he then kind of is being let out of the prison, and uh, you don't necessarily, you don't, I guess not, you don't necessarily realize it right 
a way that he's being led out of the prison. You just know he's being led through the prison. So for me, I was kind of like, so it, while this video was playing initially, I was trying to figure out if they were about to let him go or kill him. Uh, and oh I was, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I wasn't really sure, um, and and him kind of just going through it, it's it's not just like a couple of shots. Like this is, you know, they they take their time with and and this each kind of thing that he passes becomes a moment um, as he passes like in, in individual cells and different parts of the prison. Um, it's not just you know it, it's significant each time he does each thing he passes um but eventually you see him outside um and and while he's shaving um he is kind of like looking at a picture of a young a young girl assumed to be his daughter which is another thing that kind of like are, are you is he missing his daughter or is he like oh, worried because he's about to die that he's not going to see his daughter again these are things going to go through your mind when a video is being very methodical like this one is uh, you kind of are filling in the story for this Woody Harrelson character as he's led through the prison. Um, so you see him get out, and then he uh, walks to a car, and there's a young, like, teenage, teenager, college-age girl um, who looks a lot like the girl in the picture waiting for him. And she kind of, they kind of drive away from the prison together. It's, like, very... Um, there's, like, an uncomfortable familiarity between the two characters... Uh, that exists, and then it kind of just uh, ends with them driving away. She's got like some food for him or something like that. But there's, you know, it's all about just kind of these subtle moments throughout the video. And and something that's very inter uh, interesting to me about the video is the girl who plays the character's daughter. Uh, sorry, if I didn't say that, it's revealed that it's his daughter. The girl who plays Woody Harrelson's daughter in this video is actually Woody Harrelson's daughter, which is. Zoe Harrelson. Zoe, which is cool. It's, it, um, I think that's, uh, I think that some of that familiarity that comes from these performances is, uh, is because it's actually there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that is a significant casting. And this is a long video. We should mention this is like yeah. a seven and a half minute video where where I've admittedly got, not a lot takes place. What's that? I'm looking at it as a nine-minute video, but is that the maybe it's a little longer cut on? Uh, what's the, I, I think the YouTube oh. version is seven and a half minutes. Oh. Okay, I've got nine, it's nine on Vimeo. Sorry. Really? Okay, huh? I and I did watch the Vimeo version, and then I just took I just looked at the thing from the the time interesting. from interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I also watched the Vimeo version. So this is Vincent Haycock, um, and what was the last video that Vincent did? Probably a Florence and the Machine. Mm -hmm. He did a series of videos for Florence and the Machine. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a really big YouTube fan um, and have been for a long time. And I think there are many amazing things about them. Um, you know, I think they're one of the greatest live acts ever. I think they're like a legend, you know, like one of the, one of the, if not the best, uh, bands of all time um, and I think one thing that they just are not great at is music videos and I think they have been for a long time and they, they've worked with like some of the most amazing music video directors of all time like and Vincent Haycock was an amazing choice for this like you know Mark Romanek, like Alex and Martin Chris Melk Phil Juanu, uh, Alex and Martin. I said that again. <laughs> jo uh, jo Joseph Kahn. Joseph Kahn directed, directed a bunch of videos for them. Um, uh, Kevin Godley uh, directed uh, actually did a good job for them. Um, Stephane uh, Sadnoui. I can never remember who. But anyway, these, these are all uh, um, amazing music video directors who I would put in any list of amazing music video directors and I think they've all done some of their worst work with you too <laughs> like I, uh, and well I, this last album they've this Haycock video and the last one the Every Breaking Way video have actually I think you're right outside of these two videos essentially right. and, and it's not that they have never done great videos I mean in their early in their career they, they did some like I think maybe one of the most famous is the rooftop video from where the streets have no name but they they like you know 
think of like Stéphane um, Sednaoui. I have no idea how to pronounce this. No, but that's fine. It's a different point to say that like uh, they haven't made good music videos, but what you're saying is that some of the videos that they've done are the worst videos for certain directors. Right. Like, like I think Elevation, directed by Joseph Kahn from 2001, is is quite possibly... I would I would say it's Joseph Kahn's worst worst music video <laughs> by far. It is it is a bizarrely <laughs> terrible music video, and just we know Joseph Kahn can knock it out of the park. I mean, I, I, you know, talking about like uh, Mark Romanek, Mark Romanek killed it with Shake It Off in 2014. I mean, that is going to go down as like an iconic music video, and his video for Invisible is just pouring. It just is sucks uh and you're watching it you're like these are two this is like my favorite band and my and one of my favorite directors i should be enjoying the the hell out of this but it just doesn't work (laughs) um and you can go down the line of so many directors um i remember when alex and martin and like in the the mid-2000s were the hottest music video directors out there they did the um the amazing video for uh seven nation army i believe for the white stripes and U2, you know, I remember hearing, like, U2 is going to work with uh, Alex and Martin, um, and they did a video for Vertigo, and it's like, I I firmly believe it is Alex and Martin's worst video. It is it's not great. But anyway, it, it you know, it's, so, in terms of this video, you know, I think anybody who watches music videos nowadays would count Vincent Haycock every single time as one of their favorite directors, and... I think this the just something about this video just seems off to me. I just don't. I I, I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it that much. Interesting. You didn't, so you um, so I I did enjoy this video. I thought it a lot, but it, it's very subtle, and it is uh, and like you said, not a, not a ton of stuff happens. Is that is that your primary beef with it? That it just is is very very subtle and not not a lot going on. No, no, not really. I think that a video can be pretty subtle. I think it is a little. I mean, I, I, it is a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I really wasn't sure of the necess- necessity of of that. But I felt like so there there has been this trend, and again we've talked about this a million times of like actors using music videos to to like now do like an interesting role. Um, like uh, the classic example is like uh, Ryan Garfield. Doing that, uh, you know, the the um, the role in Arcade Fire we exist, right? Um, and you know, it's something that is like low time commitment, and they can just kind of explore something interesting that maybe they wouldn't be able to do in a feature film. And I don't, I just don't feel like Woody Harrelson like had a lot, like had a lot to do. I mean, you can. Yeah, it feels like he wanted sad, but like, there's there's nothing really that interesting about his character. I mean, he's getting out of jail and he and he has a daughter, but there's it nothing exists really in the else. car. There's something there's something there in in the car ride a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he says like the last thing he says to her is like, "You're so beautiful," and she seems like kind of like in in the way teenagers are, you know, obviously like kind of a little embarrassed and then he says Yeah, but, but it's like it feels very genuine. It the, their their re, re relationship to one another to me felt very genuine. Um and and Woody Harrelson's daughter is, is an actress. If you if yeah. you google her, there's a lot of uh it looks like a lot of plays. Yeah, if uh, I was Woody Harrelson's daughter I'd be an actress too. But the yeah, thing is that right. like like think of like um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character in the Shoes Time to Dance video. I mean, he was given so there. Was, he brought a, an amazing depth to that character with yeah. with just with with not a lot to, with no like ac- actions to do. I mean, he had actions to do, but um, with with no backstory. I'm not talking about like giving him like a backstory and like giving little clues here and there. That I think that's unnecessary for a music video and is is really reductive for a music video, but. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was given a lot of freedom to kind of uh, build a character without building a narrative. It, definitely, I, I still think there are some things about the way this video is executed that are successful, mm-hmm. um, but it's not. 
as it's definitely not as good as a lot of the Vincent Haycock stuff like that he's been doing, particularly with Florence and the Machine or even the Paul McCartney or Lana Del Rey videos from last year. Um, the uh, Lana Del Rey video is just just blows me away every time, and all all of his videos do. And I and I don't think it has anything to do with Vincent Haycock. I don't think it any has anything to do with Woody Harrelson or Steve Annis, who did a fantastic job as a DP for this video. Um, I really do think it's you too. I don't know what it is about. The- <laughs> well, uh, you, you guys, you you keep blowing it. You too. You too. <laughs> Have you listened to you you talking you too to me? No, is that a podcast? That's a podcast with um, Scott Ackerman. Oh, nice. Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott. Um, so you, I, I remember showing you Comedy Bang Bang and you not being, it was probably the worst episode of Comedy Bang Bang ever, and you not being super into it. Yeah, but I'm going to give it a second shot because... Because you like this other podcast. It is, it's, I, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. It is by far my favorite podcast. Um, Better than the Gilmore Guys? But then, yeah, I tried. We, we tried Gilmore Guys on a on a road trip, and it didn't. We only lasted about fifteen minutes. Oh no, wow! <laughs> nice. No offense to Gilmore Guys, but um, but it's the podcast is amazing, and uh, they just released a uh, episode yesterday where they recount the story of meeting Bono backstage at uh, at a U two concert. So it's you. It's it's tough to describe, but it it is my favorite podcast. Tight. We'll link to that in the show notes. Um, what else we got? Well, I think we should. I think we should round out the the night, the evening, the podcast. I guess mm. it's not necessarily an evening well, when you're evening. listening to it. I mean, it's an evening for us, but it might not be an evening for a listener, potential yeah. listener. Maybe a morning or an afternoon. Mm. So, whatever time of day or whatever day of the week it is for you, uh, we're going to end this podcast with Yola Tango's music video for Friday. I'm in love. I think it's a good. A uh, good place to end. Directed uh, directed by Jason Wooliner, I think is how you say his name. And Jason Wooliner is a uh, television director, usually. He directed um, Human Giant, and he, he directs a lot of like the Aziz Ansari comedy specials. So he's not he hasn't directed a lot of music videos. We've only got this credit for him on the site right now. But I love this video. I don't know about you, Adam. I did, and uh, this is a cover of the Cure song "Friday I, Friday I'm in Love" from 1992, um, done by uh, Yola Tango. And the video kind of follows who's the who was the lead singer of Yola Tango? I don't know if I don't know I don't know uh, I don't know if this person singing is actually in the band. Maybe I don't know too much about Yola Tango, even though I. Just saw him live recently. Yeah, I don't. No, no, she's I don't. In, she's in the band. Um, I just forget her name. Hold on. A second. Uh, Ira Kaplan. Is that her? Is no. That's what Ira Kaplan is a man, and that's who is is listed as the lead singer of Yola Tango. Ooh. Okay. So maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I'm I think wrong. this person is. Uh, I think this is a featured artist. Maybe I don't know for sure. Actually, what do I know about anything? Nothing. We we don't man we, we Georgia Hugh Georgia Hugh. Georgia Hubley, mm-hmm. and she is in the band. Yes, okay. I, I definitely thought she was You're in the right. band. So we'll um, fix all of that, or uh, not. So, um, so th- this video is. Uh, it's fair to say, Doug. We've seen some like w- like weirdly, like weird narratives in videos. This one may like be one of the strangest, and not for just being like all out like freaky weird, but like the the whole like arc of it so you know this woman hubert is walking through uh the city the camera is on her she's picking up these little figurines and in the background you can see people being obliterated by like space like debris from the space right um and you you soon find out through a course of events that these are like heart-shaped meteors of some sort um and these are these are kind of like causing the destruction of symbol. They're, they're the apocalypse is basically brought on by these heart shaped meteors. And these heart shaped meteors appear to be brought on by this song. Right, exactly. And and people are you know freaking out obviously. But then the the weird and interesting part to me is that there's like so at the very end you see like a po- post apocalyptic society, and it's like these 
people that are like gathered around this old man who's telling stories and he's holding up a calendar and he's showing them a calendar of the days of the week but Friday is missing and Thursday is twice as long. Thursday is just two days. <laughs> it's so good. And the, I think the implication is that like that's how they stopped the meteors. Yeah, they that... just got rid of Friday. You couldn't be in love with Friday anymore because it didn't exist. Uh, I love that like all of this mayhem in the background is all out of focus. It's never like super clear. There's people screaming at her as she's singing the song. Just like such mayhem. Uh, and uh, actually, uh, Hank Friedman, who was a guest on this podcast, did some of the visual effects in the background. Uh, he's part of a large team uh, uh, that, that did some effects on this video. Um, this video reminds me a lot. Do you remember that Don't Stop or Will Die music video that we, uh, for Lisa, about, and it was like, Lisa, and it was like, you love pizza, and it was like pizza oh, yeah, puppies. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that. It um, does have that quality to it, yeah. Um, um, or it reminded me a little bit of the, um, uh, I can't remember, the Bare Naked Lady song directed by Rooster Teeth. Um, odds are. Oh, odds but the one that was, it was like news or something? Yeah, yeah, where there was right. an apocalypse. Um, right. Because it did have that kind of news element to it. But yeah, I found this video very, very uh, entertaining and uh just kind of like wacky and weird in a way that is is very satisfying. This this thing that makes in the way they're trying to tie like 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 a logic logic to it, but where there really is no no logic to it at all. Like this 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 idea that getting rid of a day will will like save humanity of some, some and that then, and that a day, and that this is how like the heart meteors are coming down on the earth because of a song being sung like there's there's so much of a mess uh like just like crazy rules that that exist in this universe um but i'm entertained by them all every new rule is one that was is is entertaining every Um, like the u2 song every breaking rule it it, that is like the u2 song um so i think we did it probably it feels like we did it i don't know it feels like Feels to me like we did it. I don't like. I haven't had this feeling in a while. You haven't been on the podcast in a while. So, but I feel this feels familiar to me, and it feels like it's that we. It's a feeling of that we did it. Is that why you guys, instead of just ending the podcast, you guys would just slowly fade it out over fifteen minutes for the last the episodes that I wasn't on? Yeah, yeah, that is because we couldn't really figure out how to. Like the feeling was never there, Hmm. so we were just like. Uh, uh, we just kind of like make noises at each other for 15 minutes and slowly fade it out yeah it was I gotta be honest I didn't, didn't really enjoy that part but. well it's good that we're getting rid of it now now that you're mm-hmm. back it's gone uh, so to recap if you are in anywhere near Georgia or Athens Georgia get thee to Athens Georgia for for the July 24th and 25th Sprockets Music Video Festival um and uh, go check out our site, imvdb.com. What are you waiting for? I know. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, Fucking problem. You got. You can listen to a lot of podcasts there. This is episode 162 of This Week in Music Videos. That's a lot of content if you want it. A lot of us talking about stuff. Right. Um, and you know what? I haven't said this in a while, but we'll, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>